If you want to get your foot in the door as a freelance copywriter in 2022, you know that my best recommendation is to start with blog writing. Now, if you've been watching any of my videos, you're probably saying to yourself, okay, I'm ready, but how do I start a blog post? How do I start writing a blog post? And I'm creating a series that's going to show you how to create your first blog post. If you watch any of my videos on how to create your portfolio, you can take these tips, create your own portfolio pieces, and then get on LinkedIn to start landing high paying freelance copywriting clients. In this first part of the series, I'm going to focus on everything you need to do before the outline. Instead of just jumping right into the writing portion of this, as a B2B freelance copywriter, you have to understand that what you do before you begin writing is way more impactful than what you do during your writing process. Writing blogs is not the same as other forms of writing. I know for me, I have taken fiction writing classes. I was an English major, so I wrote academic essays and papers. It's even different from journalism. This is a very structured process and the research and the outline you do beforehand will make the writing go by like that so quickly and you'll be writing these posts for your clients quickly, taking on more clients and making a full-time income as a content writer or copywriter. I'm Christine. I am a former nine to five salesperson turned copywriter. I now teach other writers how to get on LinkedIn to land high paying clients so that they can work full time as freelance copywriters the exact same way that I did. Now I'm going to fast forward to the scenario where you've just been assigned a blog by a client and you might be asking yourself, oh my gosh, what do I do? Well, the first step to take is familiarizing yourself with their brand and their product. Typically, when you first start working for a client, they'll start you off by sending you a brief, which is basically notes and outlines telling you what you should be writing about. It'll probably include SEO, search engine optimization keywords within that brief. Typically, a client will send you resources from within their company, internal resources that allow you to learn the brand from them. This is really key. You want to start by reviewing all of these documents. Now, it can be a little bit tedious and boring to go through all these documents. So what I recommend is that you get a legal pad and split it down the center. Just literally draw a line right down the center. I use a note-taking process by Jim Quick. That's J-I-M-K-W-I-K. And he basically is a celebrity brain trainer and he teaches people how to study and how to memorize and how to learn more efficiently. And by splitting the paper down the center, writing notes on the left side based on what you read and then writing notes on the right side based on what you understood, something happens in your brain where you're able to easily obtain and digest the information. And whenever I've done this while in the research phase for a client, it's made the writing process so much easier because I just found that the information sticks in my brain, allowing me to write quicker. Now, unfortunately, many clients will not give you adequate notes, resources, especially if they're early stage company or they have a small marketing department and these materials just don't exist. That's when your own research has to start. Take a scan of their online presence, Google search them, look at their existing blogs, look at their existing podcasts, look at any existing information about them online. Now, if you're trying to learn what their product is, which there's always a bit of a learning curve, especially for me because I'm a technology writer specifically in the software space, I understand software in general, but every client has a different product for me to learn. The easiest way typically in B2B, especially if you're a software writer, is to look for something called an explainer video. Many companies invest in a video that can explain what it is their product does in under three minutes so that it's really easy to digest. Why this is powerful for you as a writer is that it condenses down the product so that you can understand it quickly. 
If your industry doesn't have explainer videos, look for any commercials or ads they've done because those are efforts by other copywriters or marketers to condense their product message and explain the concept in as few words as possible. Now, sometimes on the brief, other than those keywords, the client will provide something called SERP competition, S-E-R-P other websites that have put out blog content that did rank in the search engine and technically because the client most likely hired you so that they would appear in search results these are the articles that you are competing against you should be taking a look at SERP competitors to see how they wrote articles how they structured it how long it is it's not about copying it's understanding that google prioritized that piece of content therefore your content should resemble it at least a little bit because it's clearly what Google thought the reader wanted to see. As writers, we need to understand search intent and that basically means, well, what are people Googling or searching for so that this brand, our client, their stuff shows up in the search results to give that answer. And that's basically Content Marketing 101. There's a great book called They Ask You Answer by Marcus Sheridan that basically explains how companies can show up in the search results and rank just by answering the most common questions that their potential customers have. Now on this note of search intent, one of the most important things you need before you begin writing is knowledge about who their ICP is. ICP stands for Ideal Customer Profile. That is the person that your client is trying to get in front of. This is the person that ideally is a perfect fit for their product, and that's who you're going to be writing this blog post for. Understanding who your client's ICP is is critical because that's going to determine the spin that you put on this article. It's not just determining what Google wants to know so that your client ranks, it's understanding what the ICP is searching for and who they are so that you can put a spin on this blog post and gear it towards them. Ideally, anyone who's reading a blog wants to feel as though it's being written for them and their specific problem. And as copywriters, if we can understand ideal customer personas or ideal customer profiles, we're able to make our writing feel really tailored toward the audience. I'll give you a prime example. One of the topics I write about most often in blog posts is marketing automation software. However, I write for different personas based on who my client is. So I have a well-known learning platform that I write for. So if they assign me a topic about marketing automation, I need to tailor it towards online course creators, the people who are gonna be using their software. However, if I'm writing it for a different persona, which is a sales manager or a VP of sales, I'm going to be writing about marketing automation as it relates to their job in sales. So it's the same topic, but you put a different angle or a different spin on it based on their ideal customer persona or profile. Now, the next thing you want to do is gather research from the most notable publications in your niche. For me as a tech writer, Gartner, Forrester, G2, these are all websites that my ideal customer profile uses to do their research. Therefore, I should be using the publications, the papers, all of the information that they're publishing to inform my writing. Once I have those publications and I download them, I read them, I take notes, I can actually use stats and cite and quote those publications to improve the authority of the piece. So again, with this marketing automation software example, if I 
am able to cite a Gartner research report that says 52% of marketers are not using their marketing automation software to its fullest extent, I can use that to create a compelling point or case within this piece. Now, here's one of my secrets for making my blog posts sound really conversational and really authentic is to see what other people in the industry are saying by eavesdropping online. So if you are able to see forums or comments or threads online where your ideal customer profile is talking, you can emulate their voice and you can echo talking points that are important to them to include in the blog post. So one of the ways I do this is I go on LinkedIn, I search for the keyword for this example, we'll use marketing automation. If I see that sales leaders are creating posts that are talking about marketing automation, I can use their points in my piece. That way, when they're reading this piece, they'll say to themselves, wow, this must be written by somebody who really knows our industry because this is what we're talking about right now. These are the conversations we're having. Here's my final tip. If you are writing blog posts that are considered top of funnel, it means that it's not supposed to directly plug the product, advertise the product, or even mention the product. A lot of blog content we write as content writers is supposed to be informative and unbiased. It's supposed to serve as a resource for education versus an advertisement or an overly promotional piece. So as a writer, it's your job to be able to artfully weave in their product without it being so obvious or blatant. And that usually involves just bringing up problems that their solution or their product solves. If you can find a way to creatively weave their solution or product into the piece without it seeming promotional, from the reader's perspective, it just makes sense that after they read this piece of content, they'll naturally be searching for your client's solution. And that's when you know you've written an effective blog post. If you want more information about how to become a freelance copywriter, make sure you subscribe to my channel. This is only part one of my blog post writing series, so make sure you're subscribed so that you can come back for part two where I get more into the nuts and bolts of my writing process. See ya!